0: Buff Nation! Let's
1: go! It's back! Let's go! <laughs> it's back. Uh, speaking of let's go, how about Peyton Manning last night dropping a Let's Go buff? Yes on the cast? Yes,
0: How about that? You love to see it. You absolutely do love to see it. We are DMVR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour, 36 p.m. every day. My name is Jake Schwanitz. RK is back. Welcome back, my man. feels
1: good to be back, man. <clears throat> it's kind of weird, like... You know, I don't know, not too back in my day yet, but there were used to, like, not that long ago, there was a world where if you left the country, you, like, went on vacation, you weren't able to, like, keep up with what was going on. Right. Meanwhile, I'm, you know, hanging out by the pool, having a drink or whatever, and just, like, seeing all this stuff come in. I'm like, I wish I could just be on the show right now to talk <laughs> about this. There's so much going on. It's been a crazy few days.
0: It's been an absolutely insane weekend. We were in contact through it, but I am very curious. To Just get how your reaction, but just your thoughts when all this unfolded. Starting on Friday, we heard Carmani McLean. He skipped out on meeting with the Miami staff at Lakeland High School. Yep, then it was reported he went to Colorado. Yep, we found out he was in Colorado. Yep, uh, just he yeah. then said he wasn't in Colorado, <laughs> yes, of course, he was in Tampa.
1: <laughs> and then the next day, he posted pictures of himself in Colorado. He's He's, he seems to be having a little bit of fun with this, Yeah. Uh, even though <laughs> it is said that he doesn't enjoy the intent, attention, which <clears throat> I tend to believe. Um, you usually don't hear that about these type these t- caliber of players. Mm-hmm. So if people are saying that about him, I, I tend to believe it. Um, I, I don't know. We had talked about, when as soon as he said the January 15th mm, thing, yes. we yes. instantly were like, okay, well, why would it be January 15th? And then we started hearing about this last weekend being a huge recruiting weekend. So we started putting the puzzle pieces together. So I was just like, "Oh, we had like we weren't even necessarily using like inside information. We kind of just yeah. We just used the puzzle pieces to to kind of build a narrative. And it turned out that it was right. So that was my first reaction. Second reaction was he coming, he coming Um, (laughs) because it just all made too much sense. Um, I would love to know why. We didn't get the January 15th announcement um, that we originally thought we were going to get. I think you could have two different frames of mind on that. One would be, well, he originally thought, oh, I'll just go give Colorado a quick courtesy visit and then I'll announce I'm going to Miami. Mm -hmm. Um, Or you could think of it as, well, he thought he was going to commit to Colorado that day, but for whatever reason, he's not fully sold. So I don't know which one of those things to believe. Um, I do feel like he's going to be a buff. Um, and that was my one of my first feelings when I saw that he was on campus. So just following the saga and then him saying he wasn't there, I was like, maybe that's a bad sign. And then the next day he's posting pictures with the whole fam with Coach Prime. I'm like, well, that's definitely a good sign. Yeah. It's just like, it's uh, I just, uh, I don't know. I, I've said this a lot on this show, but I just love that we're. I get to have these conversations. It's like, amazing! I see these salty ass Miami fans <laughs> <go>. just like <laughs> losing their mind on the message boards and saying, "If he's in Colorado, we don't even want him anymore." And I'm just like, "Man, I hope that we can avoid CU fans becoming like this as long as possible." Right. Like I am so much in the enjoy the ride phase right now. If Cormonti McLean becomes a buff, I'll be ecstatic. If he doesn't, I'll just I'll be like, "All right, we'll get the next one." <laughs> you know what I, yeah. You know what I mean? So. I'm trying so hard to just enjoy the fact that we're in these conversations and we're having surprise visits from the number two recruit in the country, according to some. <laughs> um, and it's just, it's a, it's a hell of a place to be that we're, that we're having these conversations. And, and uh, I really am just enjoying the ride.
0: It's been a wild ride. Um, but yeah, just enjoying it has been enough for me so far too. A lot of people saying, and I think this is a theory also, the announcement was the Instagram post. That's what he was trying to get on the 15th, maybe. But hmm.
1: he. W- I feel like he would have made a bigger deal about it than that. Probably would have. I think he would have made a bigger deal about it that even though I know the whole he doesn't like the attention. Right. You at least got to have like the home emoji, you know. Yeah. There's like a, <laughs> yeah. a language that we've learned how to follow, like what constitutes a commitment. What's just like I went here and it was cool. Yeah. Um, someone mentioned the, uh, the well-off media Amazing. thumbnails. Amazing. I just like because we get to see just about everything from them. I want to see those conversations. I want to see the behind the scenes of like, should we make this a thumbnail? And then they're like, yeah, do it, do it, do it. And then probably someone from somewhere calls and says, hey, you can't make you can't make the recruit the thumbnail. And they're like, well, you can't even really tell it's him. It could be anyone. It could be Bucky out there wearing the number seven. Like he's wearing you know dark visor, and they're like. Could you please just change it a little bit so then he you know does it, does it again, and he puts it in the background <laughs> like watermarked, and then what's funny is someone uh tweeted out like, "Oh, now it's been entirely removed, and if you went back and looked at it, no, they just took it from like this big to like this big. It was still on there yeah, it, though it's amazing incredible trolling and um marketing too, <clears throat> marketing too, yes, had everyone going back and looking at it. I think a little bit of trolling of the Miami fans. Who have not represented themselves well at all during this saga. Um, but what a what a weekend. Like this is this is college football recruiting at its finest. It's
0: yes. Perfectly said right there. Let's get into it though. You already mentioned it. The big news today with Cormani McLean, On Three releases their first update to their ranking since November, which I mean, kind of weird. That Have there wait. been
1: any games played since then? No. <laughs> oh, interesting.
0: Well, the Under Armour All-American game, if you right. consider that. But. Where
1: Carmonte McLean almost took the first uh, pass to the house. Yep.
0: Um, <coughs> so now, after two days ago, after that visit comes down, and On3 was not shy about this leading up, but they had Carmonte McLean as a five-star-plus prospect. And,
1: and they were parading that around yep. at every chance. in and it was working because I had no idea what five star plus was until they started saying it about Carmani McLean, right? They wanted to get it out there. Like we have a level above five star, right?
0: Well, things have changed after being the third overall prospect on on three and the top overall cornerback. He is now the 46th overall prospect and the fifth overall cornerback. What changed Ryan over the last two days, huh? Yeah. Huh. Uh,
1: well, I think a few things have changed, and this is not an accusation. It is just taking the available information. One, obviously, he visited Colorado. Um, who's to say what impact that would have on it? But it's clearly happened. Two, I think he stopped playing the game of the media. Yep. Uh, answering calls, doing interviews, all that stuff. Even the the interview that he did at the uh, All American game was very brief. He didn't have a lot to say. But if you remember, we were kind of surprised that he talked mm-hmm. because for weeks before that he had been saying like I'm not doing any interviews." Um, so that's interesting as well. But what I find to be the most interesting is that this this rating changed. With no football being played. Yes. And so, what? all I have to say is, because I don't know why they really did this. We can only, you know, theorize. If you're going to do something like this, the least you can do is provide an explanation. Mm-hmm. You don't just randomly drop a guy, what, 40 spots?
0: Over 40 spots and from <clears> your <throat> premium five-star plus rating to four stars.
1: It doesn't make sense to do that. And if you are going to do it, you at least have to come out and say we reevaluated the tape or upon you know it's still going to be bullshit probably yeah but you got to provide an explanation so that it, it makes a little bit of sense
0: yes um we've talked about on three at times on this show and their rankings have been iffy at times um mm-hmm. should be mentioned they're a newer outlet obviously still trying to figure things out but uh yeah, there needs to be, I think, a level of transparency for a decision like that when literally every other service has him as a top four overall recruit. Right,
1: and he was the composite number two overall player. Mm-hmm. Composite, yep. which is not just one place's opinion, but it's actually the amalgamation of all of them. And I shouldn't say all because I don't know if...
0: I don't think on three is included in it.
1: I don't think it is either yet. And it's, it's 24-7 sports thing, right? They're mm-hmm. the ones who kind of came up with the composite. Um, which is a combination of theirs, rivals, and ESPN, I believe. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like everyone, you know, a lot of times what will happen is a kid will be much higher rated on one service. Right. So then all of a sudden the fan base of the place where he's committed to only talks about that one, right? He's a number two player in the country, he's a number two player in the country. Well, no, this is a composite ranking. And um I believe According to twenty four rankings, he is the tenth highest cornerback ever
0: in the top ten. Yeah. yeah, so Hunter's in that graphic. I think he's number one. And I know, think Carmoni McLean's like eight or nine. I think
1: you're right. He's nine, and Pat Sertan, yes. the second is number ten. Um, so it's not it's not as if on three was higher on him than other places, and they backed off of it. No. They're randomly dropping him from five star plus to four. So it's essentially like going from, you know, at rivals from five to three, right? Because they were saying he was above five star. Now they're saying he's below it. Yeah, and Dropping him like two, two spaces there. All I'm saying is all of the speculation and all of that, they kind of deserve... Because you didn't go out there and defend them, d- defend yourself. And if you did, if you did, you might still have all the speculation. Mm-hmm. But at least you went out there and said, "Well, in the practices at the All American game, he got beat by this guy or that guy or whatever." Because I know right. some people posted, "Oh, he got smoked by a three-star recruit in the in the All American practices," which, like, every cornerback ever has gotten smoked by yes. a three-star recruit. Um, so I, you just you need to put something out there that says, "Hey, here's why we did this." Or else you deserve everyone saying, oh, it's because he didn't answer your calls, or it's because he doesn't play the media game. And someone in the comments made a great point. It was higher up there, but they said, well, Arch Manning doesn't play the media game, and he's still ranked you know, right. the number one mm-hmm. recruit ever. And I think it's, or number one recruit this year. And I think it's a fair point. So it's just interesting. Uh, and I guess a little disappointing. It does feel like some of the things that happen there are done for attention. Uh, and, they certainly got it.
0: They did. Uh, Media One Sports, that comment, they did the same with Travis Hunter. I heard that about Travis Hunter and Kevin Coleman after they committed to Jackson State last year. They got so, something
1: against Coach Prime?
0: Do we get into the Prime haters talk right now?
1: Uh, sure. go. <laughs> Let's go for it.
0: Let's go for it then. We've been debating what to name the Prime haters. I can't remember who it was, but someone had a great recommendation. I want to say it was Jamel. It, it, I can't remember who, but I, I want to give you credit. So let me know who it was. But someone said the prime meridians because they are dividing. All they do is divide. Yes, I think it's giving them too much credit. Yeah,
1: I I love the thought behind it. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the prime meridian sounds cool, and I don't want them that they don't deserve that. PMs, the PMs, <laughs> more like BMs. Um, I don't know. I. I I feel like hater is like such a perfect word. It really is. It's just like a, a, there's only a certain type of person who is a hater mm-hmm. that I just feel like they have to be just the prime haters because it tells you exactly who they are, right? pH like, level? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, it's, it's people who are out to just spread hate and be negative about everything. So while I respect the prime meridians, mm-hmm. it is, it's almost... It's too f- sophisticated for them.
0: We're still brainstorming Then That's the update. Fair enough. All right. Uh, some more news. We got some schedule news today. I think to the relief of a lot of people. <sighs> We're supposed to hear the full schedule tomorrow. This is from John Conzano on his personal website. He is a uh, writer and radio host out in Portland, Oregon. He got a scoop um, that the Pac-12 80s have approved the schedule for next year. We're supposed to get a formal announcement tomorrow at 11 a.m. our time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Pac-12 network. Okay. Um, buffs details, I have two. One, they're going to open up the Pac-12 slate on September 23rd on the road against Oregon.
1: Not exactly a kind start. I'll say this, and I don't know this for sure to be the last time, but I'll say it, and someone can correct me if I'm wrong. The last time the Buffs opened up the conference slate at Oregon was the beginning of the rise. Um, Sefo Lufau got injured in the Michigan game uh, when the Buffs, I think, were about to beat them. Um, He actually got injured on a throw that was a, a touchdown that gave them the lead. They had to bring in Steven Montez. It was his first ever action in that Michigan game. I think he went 0 for 7. Buffs lost. Tough. There was a dropped pass in the end zone that he had. Next week, Buffs go on the road. Steven Montez has to start the game. He rushes for over 100 yards, throws for over 300 yards. Wow. Uh, and Akello Witherspoon, who has bounced around in the NFL a little bit, uh, has the game-sealing interception in the end zone as Oregon's driving for uh, a game-winning touchdown. So good vibes there, at least. S- opening the conference slate at, at Oregon has good memories for me.
0: Yeah, um, Any anytime you can kind of compare the rise to this season, good vibes all around. Yes. Um, D-Rigello, the the TCU game's still on. This is for the conference slate, not the out-of-conference slate. So following that road trip to Oregon, the next Saturday, at home against USC. What a... I mean, there's been worse five-game stretches in college football. This is a pretty damn tough stretch.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you open with TCU. Uh, a team that was obviously in the national championship. Now they're going to have some turnover, but mm-hmm. still a team that was in the national championship. You then go to face your most hated historic rival, Nebraska at home. The next week, your second most hated historic rival, CSU. Mm-hmm. So while CSU is inferior, it still make, it, it, it's always a difficult game. You're preparing for a team for sure. that hates your guts. Yep. And really, you're their Super Bowl. It, it's, not, it's not a stressless game by any means, as if you were playing a very small school. Right. You know, um, so that, that's a stressful matchup. You start the conference schedule at Oregon, and then you get USC at home. Man, they, they did the Buffs no favors. No. None at all. And, and I guess, again, there's two ways to look at it. One... By the time they're they're taking on USC, like they're battle-tested. Yep. And you could even probably say the same thing about Oregon. Like This team is going, being thrown into the fire immediately, and so they should be ready for this. On the flip side, too, it also works out to make the easier games on your schedule come at the end, mm-hmm. which we saw the reverse of that this season, where right. the schedule just ramped up and got harder and harder and harder. They kept on getting more and more hurt, Yeah. and they had less and less of a chance in each of those games. So... I, I don't mind the fact that they're going to have a lighter back end of the schedule, but man, for a team that has going to have so much gelling to do, they really are getting the short end of the stick here.
0: It's rough. Um, I pieced this one together from a detail in Canzano's article. So Arizona state will play five of their first six games of uh, the Kenny Dillingham era at home. The buffs obviously on the road to Oregon and then, at home against USC, it's a, they have to go to Arizona State. So that's going to be the last home game for them. That's going to be further down the slate, too. So it looks like Stanford, Washington State, Arizona State, uh, Arizona, and I'm probably forgetting one more. Utah. Utah. That's your slate after USC. It's not bad. It's really not bad. <clears throat> now, the thing is,
1: how many wins do you have coming out of Oregon and USC? Because yeah. you, you obviously would love to get two out of three in the non-con. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you do that, I think you're in good shape regardless. Right. Um, which means you just have to beat CSU and then one of TCU in Nebraska. And then, even if you lose both to Oregon and USC, you need to win four games
0: uh, out of that last, what is it, five? Five or six, so four
1: out of the last six. Yes, or even seven.
0: Um, well, they're a, they're still playing a nine game conference. Nine, so seven or seven games. Yes, yeah, seven games left.
1: So you have seven games after that. They play you, Oregon State also. You need to lose. You need to win uh, four of them to be bowl eligible, which is not. I don't think Coach Prime's goal, but I think if it, if, anyone who's been watching Colorado as long as me or people longer than me knows that we would be happy with that this year. Um, just to show like that we're taking off. But that's just the low end of things. Mm-hmm. The high end of things is you win two out of three or three out of three against those first three. Yeah, Then you have a chance to show the top of the conference, or at least close to it other than or, or Utah, that we're here to stay. Mm-hmm. And you could make an insane statement in your first five games about where Colorado is going to go. So I'm obviously talking about the the low end, right? Okay, you get a couple in the in the non-con, then you just have to get four out of the last seven against a lighter schedule to make a bowl game. The other side of this Jake is you could burst onto the scene. Shador is a Heisman candidate. Oh, the yeah. Buffs are ranked in the top 20. You know, if you're 5 and 1, 6 and 0, oh, obviously you're you're top 10 probably, but five, if you're 5 and 1, you're ranked in the top 20 and everyone is blown away by Colorado. So it's a, to be honest, from from the start, you would like to have a little bit of just a, an ease in. A, most teams essentially schedule preseason games. Right. Um, they don't have that luxury, so they're going to have to gel quickly. But if they are able to do it, the the statement that they could make, um, uh, to the nation in the first five weeks could be pretty special.
0: It's going to be huge. Uh, other teams on the schedule, I already mentioned Oregon State, UCLA is also on the schedule, so they dodge Washington this year. Okay. Um, I wouldn't have minded
1: playing Washington if Penix didn't choose to stay. Yes. That's for a sure. nice dodge. And um, UCLA is going to need a new quarterback. Yep. Uh,
0: they got uh, our guy Schley from Kent State and then a uh, five star kid, Dante Moore, who I've heard is <coughs> the truth. All right. So we'll see. Um, we'll talk a lot more about the schedule tomorrow when it comes out. Um, before we move on with the show, though, shout out to our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Where it is divisional weekend and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is the best place to bet on the NFL playoffs. New customers can bet just five dollars and get two hundred in free bets instantly. Do you have a pick of the week this week? You went pretty much uh, undefeated in your Broncos picks, right?
1: I went undefeated on the playoff games this week. Let's go! Yep. Um, not against the spread, just straight up. Yeah. Six and zero. So, on a little bit of a heater. I also, this is a, a always a good sign for a heater. I had the under in the game last night which only hit because of four missed extra points. Yeah. So some some things are going my
0: way right now. You'd love to see it. Tonight. Uh, yeah, let's hear it.
1: I talked about this on our betting show if you guys ever catch that. Um but Nikola Jokic is averaging 9.8 assists per game on the season. If he's able to get that to 10, he will be averaging a triple double. Um and his assists have been slowly creeping up. That average has been slowly creeping up. I am taking the over 10 and a half uh, tonight. I think it's minus 115 because I think that Yoke, well, he doesn't – he isn't necessarily um, solely motivated by these sort of things, I think he's always acutely aware of how, what's going on, and especially if the, if the Nuggets are winning, I think he knows, like, let me just, just toss a couple more assists. So I wouldn't be surprised to see, like, a 13, 14 assist game from him tonight, which could – Be enough to bump him up to averaging 10 on on the year.
0: There we go. That's our pick of the week. Who are they playing tonight? The Blazers. Blazers. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DMVR. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL. Divisional round and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DMVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700.
1: Reginald said they have their PhDs, prime hating degrees. There you go.
0: Also, shout out to our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. You guys know we love our Breck brews here at DMBR. <coughs> Did you get to try the new Mile High City Golden haven't Ale I haven't had one yet. Oh, you got to try one. I yeah. cannot wait. I love it. It's a little hoppy, a little soury. It's just it's very, very drinkable with those aspects too, though. Love that. Um, you can check out their beer locator at www.breckbrew.com to find a Breck brew near you. Get yourself a Mile High City Golden Ale, Avalanche Amber, Strawberry Sky, all that good stuff. All right, back to the news. J.T. Shrout has entered the portal. Um, We've talked a lot about many of these guys entering the portal. Mm -hmm. Over the last week or two, we are currently, well, now we're at 94 scholarship guys. Nine over the uh, 85 limit. More guys are going to be committing on signing day, which is in a little over two weeks. And more transfers are going to be coming in, too. Um, Is this a sign of... A mass exodus, in a way?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a new wave of transfers out coming this week. Um, You know, the players are back on campus. And you saw the first team meeting yesterday. Mm -hmm. You didn't see uh, quite as much of Coach Prime talking to the players in that meeting. And I think that we've talked about the stages of this, right? There was the original stage. It's kind of like... um, Whatever they call those intro level classes in college, right? It's Your like a 101's? weed out. Yeah, but yeah. they're like they're made to weed oh, you yes, out, you know? Yes, yep. Um I forget what the the term that people use for it, but it, that's kind of what it was. It was that first class, you want to see who really wants to major in economics or whatever it is. Right. And so you make that one really hard and I think that that was that original Coach Prime te- team meeting. He wanted to push out the people who were the weakest. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, I don't mean that as an insult to those guys, but the guys who probably saw the writing on the wall the, the easiest. Yep. Then I think there's a second wave, which is just like, hey, things are really changing around here. This isn't exactly what I signed up for. I think I'm gonna hit the portal. And you saw a few of those. Now there's this awkward spot, stage yep. three, where there's not the numbers don't add up. Mm-hmm. And they will eventually add up i can assure you that there won't be you know they're not gonna have to cut anyone that they brought in from a transfer or a uh recruit standpoint for someone who was here so where we are now is i assume there's probably uh a first wave of tough meetings oh yeah that just says hey speaking to people directly we don't see a future for you here we'd like to you know just be transparent with you on that so you have the opportunity to do what's best for yourself Um, and that should get them where they need to go but there is a world where there's a stage 4 you don't want to get to stage 4 because stage 4 is ugly Uh, and that's essentially showing people the door which you really want to avoid Um, but in a situation like the one that we're in which is really unique um and i don't know if it's ever really happened like this before uh where a coach is trying to turn over as much as he can all at once you might have to have stage four which is hey look we don't have room for you here right Um, now the the reason i say that can get ugly is because these guys you can't you can't necessarily do that Mm -hmm. like you can't cut people right um like you could in the nfl so it's you just want to avoid that. Hopefully these kind of man-to-man, hey, look, there's not a future for you here meetings, help you know, get them where they need to go. But they've got a lot. I mean, it's not like they need to clear two or three guys. No.
0: <laughs> they need to clear a lot of dudes 15, on 15, 20? At least. Yeah. Um, and you want to get that done, too, before the season because, like we saw Colorado State, just so many players entering the portal during the season – and it just it it's made awkward, it seem man. it's awkward. The <sighs> season just appears kind of lost already when that starts to happen. Um, it's just not not a good look, I guess. Um, let's talk about what el- what else happened this weekend. We got two new edge players. We got a corner, uh, Jordan Dominic from Arkansas and Georgia Tech, and then Taylor Upshaw from Michigan. We got some pass rushers now, Ryan.
1: Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness we do um what was the brian Howell stat? did you did you talk about this yesterday um oh
0: yes um i know what you're talking about
1: i can pull Um, it up okay i want to make sure i get it right but i just it was either last year or the last two years and that's what i want to make sure i get right um brian howell put this out there after the transfers of uh, upshaw and dominic and man brian's been tweeting a lot
0: He's had a lot of uh, women's basketball stuff to go over.
1: (laughs) Okay, hold on, hold on. I thought this was going to be a
0: lot easier. Um, But, yeah, finally some experienced pass rushers. Something that has been lacking on this team for quite a long time. Now you have guys coming in that are established. And as Coach Prime put it with this 40-40-20 thing with the grad transfers, I mean, they're hungry, man. They're trying to make it to the NFL, and this is their last shot. They don't got time to be – you know, dealing with um, you know, younger recruits and just uh, the youth of a, a team like that. They need these grad transfers to come in and make an impact immediately, which is what you really hope Upshaw and Dominic are able to do. Um, we also have Taj Alston, the guy from West Virginia, one of the very first transfers to commit.
1: No, I was going to um, say, I hope he doesn't get uh, forgotten Yes, because
0: he kind of was the very beginning of the wave. Right, for sure. And it, with pass rushers, you need a rotation of them. You need more than two um, so we'll see they've been recruiting edges also um, they've got guys who are dL slash dns too did you find it? I lost it okay
1: I think what he tweeted was the last two seasons Colorado has had nine sacks and the two guys that they brought in had a total of nine and a half last year yep insane
0: and that's with Upshaw only playing like part time too he wasn't a full-time starter right. He played in all the games, but um, Michigan has been a team that has been stacked with defensive line and edge talent over the last few years. But he cracked the rotation this year. I'm pulling up uh, team stats from 22 and 21 here. So last year. It must have been just last year, I think. All right, I found it finally. Okay.
1: Sacks in 2022. Okay, so it was just last year. Sacks in 2022. The two commits for CU this weekend, nine and a half colorado's entire defense nine
0: yeah that puts into perspective how bad it was
1: and that's how people just don't understand like this is i don't get how people keep pointing out one and 11 i know it's like comparing uh two entirely different teams it's like telling me the record of i don't know north carolina state last year Mm -hmm. and comparing it to the it just they're two entirely different teams.
0: Well, look at USC. They were a four and eight team two years ago. Yep. Lincoln Riley comes in with Caleb Williams and redoes the roster, maybe not to this extreme, but redoes the roster. And they were a two loss team. They lost to Tulane and, or maybe three loss team, I guess, then. Utah, Utah, Tulane. Tulane. So, um, what else do we got today? You've already touched on it. Uh, that team meeting video, the first team meeting video. Yes. Tim Brewster, um, very enthusiastic, doing his thing like always. Been kind of getting roasted online for it, which is really weird. It's been called cringe. Which, I, I watched it three times, the whole video. I never thought any of that was cringe. I don't. Un- is this just pHs coming out?
1: It, yeah. Um, it's a lot of things. One, it's just this anti-Coach Prime, Colorado sentiment out there. But two, I think there's a lot of people who comment on football who have never played or been around football. And the reason I bring that up is anyone who has ever been around a football program has seen that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it was Coach Prime on the Manning cast last night who said, like, the kids haven't changed. Mm-hmm. The coaches are are changing. The kids haven't changed. And he, you know, talks about his old school approach to coaching, and I thought that Tim Brewster speech was very old school approach. It's yeah, it it's a rallying cry. It's a you know, make it's a it's a um, almost militaristic you drill know sergeant. drill sergeant yes yeah. style of coaching that has been around forever. And mm-hmm. I feel like if you even played football for four years, you probably came across at least one coach who leads in this way. And the truth is. For some guys, it works. Mm-hmm. And a lot of guys, I think Coach Prime was right last night when he said, these kids want to be led. They want to be told what to do. They want to be told where to be at what time and why. And this is very much, I think, falls into it. Guys want to be motivated. Yeah. Uh, and Tim Brewster is absolutely that guy. Now, like, for an example, I don't think Shador Sanders... Needs to be motivated like that. Right. You know, like for him, he might roll his eyes a little bit.
0: He did. Did you watch him in the front row?
1: (laughs) I wasn't going to call him out. But I think you're right. Like, I don't think that's his style. Right. Yeah. But the the offensive linemen, the tight ends, you know, um, maybe the the defensive linemen and the linebackers, like, that might hit right for them. But everyone's coached differently. And I think Mm -hmm. that's one thing that we really have learned over the years is the best coaches – know how to coach players differently Mm -hmm. and so tim brewster that's going to hit right for some guys it might not for other guys but people acting like that's cringe or that's something new or that's something different certainly haven't been around football for long
0: chris mccray uh, i think that was his last name had a great comment he said i stood up too (laughs) 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 it's not you're not wrong there chris because uh it's very uh motivating man there it is Exactly. Um, To go back to Shador, though, in another video, I think it was in another well-off video, he said, I lead by example. Yep. That's that's why he's on the field on Saturday night, Sunday night, in the indoor practice facility, throwing the football. That's what he's doing.
1: He's very clearly all about ball. Mm -hmm. And those type of people, he doesn't need to be pushed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Um, So that's probably why he might roll his eyes at it. But it's like, he is going to be there and he's going to grind and football, you know, not to use the, the old ball is life term, but football is literally life for him. Yeah. And that's why he's so successful. Other guys might just need to be nudged in the right direction a little bit. Uh, and Brew's is going to do that for you. But someone said in the comments, each coach brings a little something different. And I think you saw that bill O'Boyle, he had nothing to say Yep. because I don't think he's like stand up front of you and give a speech guy. He's yep. a I'm going to teach you how to play offensive line in this offense right. guy. And so that's going to be his style. Um, You know, Sean Lewis, I thought it was hilarious. He was great. Because he came up and he said, you know, the two claps and a Ric Flair thing. And yeah. he wanted to get everyone going. But I don't know if he did this on purpose. And maybe I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say that he does. He's talking about how he wants to go fast. And he was talking so fast. He was, yeah. Literally just like <laughs> He embodied it. And I was like, oh, my God, this guy is literally like a roadrunner trying to run this fast offense. And I'm just like imagining him like at all times, he just moves at 90 play speed.
0: Yes, he was amazing. Um, This coaching staff is just awesome. They're also just experienced, have been there and done that. Um, And you can already kind of see it coming together in meetings like that with these just mentalities and how they want to coach. Um, we have yep. over a thousand people in here right now. So hit that thumbs up button if you're Let's watching. Go. Also drop your comments because we're about to get to questions. Uh, one last thing I want to talk about. The Manning cast. Ah, yes. Amazing content. Yes. Absolutely amazing. Just one, hearing Peyton and Eli talk ball <coughs> is enough for the me. The best, yeah. But then you adding Coach Prime and you get his perspective. You hear his stories um, the story about him and Emmett Smith potentially running an option on a Monday night oh, game, yeah. incredible. Um, talking about how I didn't have a playbook. I had 16 pictures of guys who I had to guard each week. So great. <laughs> so amazing. He's man. like, you
1: can call whatever defense you want, I'm playing man. Yep. <laughs> Press man.
0: Yes. Made, it, um, made that clear.
1: <laughs> well, and again, you know, I've talked about this before, but when you're Cormani McLean and you hear that, it's just got to be so enticing to you to be I like, know. I got to play for this guy. He gets me. He knows that I don't, I never want someone else's mistake being blamed on me, mm-hmm. you know? And that's what happens when you play zone coverage is there's a, a corner who's in trail technique and the safety yeah. gets his eyes in the wrong place and runs off and all of a sudden touchdown. And, it, <laughs> you know, Cormani McLean sitting there looking like, what the hell? and right. It looks like he got burned. Um, you you want to get your hands on a guy and you want to say, you're going to have to beat me, just me. Mm-hmm. You have to beat me. You There's no other way you're getting a catch unless you beat me. Uh, and I just... That mentality has to be so enticing for Travis Hunter, who obviously it was, for a Coramonte McLean, and for every corner that holds themselves in that regard in the country has to just be thinking, like that's the only guy I've ever heard who gets it like I get it.
0: Well, look at Kendrick Breedlove, who... Transferred in was it yesterday it happened. Either way, he was only in the portal three days. hmm I mean, he kinda knew like if I'm gonna play corner, if I wanna develop as a player, this is the coach for me.
1: Which by the way, I I didn't catch the show yesterday, but I don't feel like enough people were talking about the fact that he was like a four three guy.
0: I didn't know that. Yeah. I've heard a lot I've had a lot of people at me on Twitter and stuff just going, he's gonna be a starter and I don't know. I don't know what to think when I see all that because yeah. I see it a lot. But I mean, like, there's only so many starting spots, right? Exactly. Um,
1: but he is very fast. And his original offer sheet, which again, I implore everyone to look at the offer sheet, not the stars. Yep. Um, his original offer sheet was like most of the SEC. Yep. And then he hits the portal. Didn't play much last year at Ole Miss, and I have to say, CU fans got to chill a little bit because they see. It. <laughs> anyone who's not a four or five star guy, and they're like, what's going on here? Is this a preferred (laughs) walk-on? I'm like, bro, are you kidding me right now? This kid had an offer from almost everyone in the SEC, he's walking on to see you? Like, let's be real. Um, So, but yeah, four, three speed. um, And you can pretty much, if you ever have a a question, like, why is he coming to see you? Look a little deeper, and you'll usually find the answer. In this Mm -hmm. case, I think it's that team speed they need it desperately he brings that and obviously you know he could be a starting corner
0: right uh to go back to yesterday's well off video just because i saw tyler brown in the comments tyler brown was in it a lot did you watch that one were they're in like the training room no um yeah he's wearing a denver bronco shirt
1: oh i did see that yes Yes. that was my guy tyler he's big dude
0: he is big
1: I don't think I knew that that was Tyler Brown when I was watching it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, He's he's loving it there. He oh, got yeah. his big
0: plate of food from the cafeteria and all that. Yep. He's just blown away. We'll have With to get the Broncos shirt on. With that, the Broncos shirt on. Um,
1: I love Travis in that one, too. Yep. Uh, Jimmy Horn, who yeah. in there went by Jim Horn. Mm-hmm. Or J5, which I like a lot.
0: We got uh, a brief Mata appearance.
1: Yep. Yep. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, uh. a few words.
0: All right. Um, before we get to the questions, guys, shout out to our presenting sponsor, Illegal Pete's. Illegal Pete's has you covered with their endless options of fresh ingredients that can fit almost any diet or dietary restriction. Um, as I mentioned, 10 Colorado locations, happy hour, 3 to 6 p.m. every day. Try a refreshing Hoplark Citra at any Illegal Pete's location. It's everything you love about an ice cold beer, except it's dry January friendly. Legal Pizza is always our go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer.
1: Well, we have new homework, Jake. What now? Uh, I Swear TV says, Destroying about to boost CU Recruiting with the new YouTube video he just posted. Oh, You guys go. should watch it. Love
0: that. Add it to the list. Yep. Um, You've got quite a bit of catching up to do I now. Know,
1: I know. I watched two or three last night and then got distracted for whatever reason. Um, But it is just crazy the amount of content that there mm-hmm. is out there like, I feel like YouTube owes uh, <laughs> no the joke. Sanders family are like a kickback of sorts, <laughs> for sure. Because uh, like I like obviously YouTube is really important for our business. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never consumed so much content that wasn't work mm-hmm. as I am now. Just you know throwing on like the YouTube app on the TV because I know I'm going to be there for an hour or yep. so watching. It's like it's not just pulling up something quick on your no on your phone. It's like all right, better better settle
0: in. It's a YouTube night. Yep, for sure. Uh, I'm trying to find which one it was, but man, uh, Bucky had an absolute banger. I think it's this one titled Back to School, Colorado Opulence, 11623. Um, he's been killing it. It's been great content lately.
1: Hell yeah. I should uh, let everyone know that while I was gone, actually, we had a um, com- like a company meeting where we get all uh, the heads of each um, of our branches. So we have Denver, Chicago, and Phoenix, and you know, just get on the same page with things. And I dropped a Deion Sanders Jr. quote in our company meeting um, as one? a message to everyone that I wanted everyone to, uh, oh, to, is it? to keep in mind. It's the one that I said I want on the wall yes, of my office. Yes, sir. We don't post what we got today tomorrow. We post what we got today today. Yep. I've, I played it for everyone. That uh, that's going. Uh, it's going in my office at some point.
0: I thought you were gonna drop. Uh, I took L's but walked around like I was <laughs> undefeated. That's <laughs> another good one. <laughs> uh, all right, Kale, throw some questions up. Uh, can you throw the one up from yesterday? Who asked it? Um, yes, we got this question yesterday from Jamel. He wanted to know buff new buffs fans do's and do nots.
1: Ooh, okay, this is good. Um, I, I wish I had more time because yes. I have a lot. Um first one and this is a this is like a little one but i've been seeing it a lot so i just wanted to pass it on i even saw it from a coach so uh here it is there is no colorado buffs or cu buffaloes there's colorado buffaloes and cu buffs Mm -hmm. or just the buffs or you know CU. Yeah, it's the combination of the two. Colorado buffs. If you're going full Colorado, you go full buffaloes. Mm-hmm. If you're going short and CU, then you go short and buffs. Yep. That's uh that's a quick one. Um what are some other do's and don'ts? I will say this, we don't have any like hand signs. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that before, I think. Um so that's one
0: called CU, but University <coughs> of Colorado.
1: Oh uh, yes, we've talked about that one on the mm-hmm. show. Yes, not Colorado University. Um which that one I always, whenever we talk about this, I always plead with fans: if a kid posts like "I got an offer from Colorado University," please, for the love of God, do not correct him. Yep. We'll cor- we'll we'll deal with you know correcting them and getting on, on the right track once they commit. Right. Right. Once they're in, the, but the last thing a kid wants to see uh, when they say like "blessed to get an offer from Coach Prime and in, Col- in Colorado University." You underneath there saying, actually, it's University of Colorado rubs everyone the wrong way is bad luck. So that's one. Um, but I'll have to think longer. It's really like just little things that. We'll do a segment on this. Doesn't matter if you get it wrong. Uh, I know everyone's learning. So I appreciate the question. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll think for a few more. The only one that I have been noticing is Colorado Buffs. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't hit right.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. We'll do a segment on this at some point. Um on Twitter, just did you see uh, Jovian Jimenez, a nine-year-old in the class of yes. twenty thirty-one, yes. telling coach he's coming. I'm coming. He, he could sling it too, man. He really, he
1: was throwing dots. Yes, I was shocked by that. Um, you know what my uh, my biggest reaction to that was. What's that? God, I would be so happy if Coach Prime was here in 2031. <laughs>
0: That's literally what I thought too.
1: <laughs> like that is about my dream right yep. there. Oh, there we go. 300 likes, Jay. Wow.
0: Boom. Well, all we needed is Ryan back. Oh, I'm worth. I'm worth at least 50. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout out, Dre. Um, next one, Ryan. Can Shador and Shiloh, when he comes, be walk-ons to save two scholarships? Seems like if Prime pays that money for their education to save two scholarships, it is worth it. Uh, I see where your head's at. I just I don't think you can do that.
1: Yeah, it's that's not how it works. Yeah. Um. Also, like I just don't think it's fa- like fair right. to those guys. Mm-hmm. Um. I get the idea, and I, I think you know the 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 me- your message is is taken, but like. Shador Sanders is not a walk-on
0: no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: and he wouldn't be anywhere else um, you would probably get a call from the NCAA if you tried to skirt it just to, like mm-hmm. alone but even then I just those are scholarship players and they deserve to be on scholarship for sure um, I think you would ha- you would definitely have to fight off something if you tried to pull that shenanigan um, it's like there's rules like teams used to try to have a, a, t- a player on the basketball team. Walk on to the football team. Right. Um, <clears throat> which you can actually do. But then w- what teams started trying to do the opposite, which was have a football player walk onto the basketball team. Mm-hmm. And they just made a new rule like, whatever sport has the lower amount of scholarships, that player has to be on scholarship for that sport. So you can't like skirt it in that way. They're always trying to stop you from being able to yeah. skirt the system. It would be interesting though to see if anyone has ever tried this, yeah. a coach. Like, I know when Jay McIntyre was here, Mike McIntyre's son, he was on scholarship the whole time. Um, Cody Hawkins, same way.
0: Uh, Dev asked me something about this a few weeks ago at a tailgate, and uh, it was a great point. I'll need to look into it. But with NIL, like, if you offer a certain amount in NIL, it's essentially a scholarship. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. And that's what his point was, is like... You could basically offer scholarships that aren't scholarships if you give someone enough NIL money.
1: Right. Yeah. That The NCAA will be on that so quick. I know. But you're right. Someone's going to try it at some point. For sure. Just be like, hey, um, what, tuition a year is $50,000? Well, we'll just add $50,000 yes. to your NIL money, mm-hmm. and you'll come as a walk-on. Yep. We'll see. Just wait until a five star recruit. They try to sneak <laughs> them in as a walk on. Yeah.
0: Uh that'll be uh causing commotion. From Nicholas, what's up, man? Is there any visits this week? Um, I would be surprised if there aren't any, but I haven't yet. Uh the dead period's over. Uh classes have started, but I'm imagining that there's gonna be transfers that still are still
1: oh, didn't I want to say some kid said, like, posted, like, I'll be visiting Colorado January 21st or something yes, like that. Yes.
0: Um, that was the four-star tight end, and he switched to his visit to Florida that mm. same weekend.
1: Okay. Well, that shows that the doors are open this weekend. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. Someone will be out here.
0: Yeah. We'll talk about it. Um, is your black DMVR hoodie available at the bar in black with gold? It's dope. Not this one. Um, this the one's th- just like this. Yeah. The black and
1: gold hoodies we have would be the primetime ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are the only ones. But plenty of more buffs gear coming down the pipe. Yep.
0: Yep. VHF, what type of defense will see you run next? Four three, three, four, or something else? Um, kind of hybrid stuff is what we're projecting. Uh, base, probably say four two five. Yep. That's what we've been under
1: the impression right. Will be the case. Um, but you're just gonna see everything. It's so mm. rare in this day and age for it to really even matter anymore what you run
0: well just look at the players they're bringing in recruits and transfers they're bringing in dl slash dns mm-hmm. they're bringing in cornerbacks slash safeties mm-hmm. we haven't really seen the linebacker slash safeties type of guys yet although i don't know it's really you can kind of throw anyone in that slot these days yeah so, for sure um yeah
1: yeah the one thing that you're not seeing them stock up on and maybe they just haven't hit here or maybe that it's not a big plan is like That space eating nose that you need in three four, and it just they they have that's what makes me think there's gonna be four down. Mm -hmm. uh, Is you just don't like you're not seeing three hundred and forty pound guys uh, show up on the transfer list, or really in the visits I don't think. So that makes me think you won't be seeing as much three down.
0: Right. Um, The guy from Fresno State, Payne. Is Leonard Payne? That's true. He he's a 330? big guy. Yeah, he's like 315 at least. So. Okay. He's a big boy. They still have Jalen Sami on the roster. Who's a big boy. Okay. He's, uh, he needs some work though. So. I
1: thought Sami was in the portal.
0: I don't think he left yet. Okay. Let me double check. I don't. Though.
1: I don't think he committed anywhere. That's for sure.
0: Uh, next question from Tyler Brown: Is it amazing to anyone else that guys are literally committing to CU Boulder sight unseen?
1: That is. Um, <clears throat> when we talked to Tyler Brown. Not this one, the, the yeah. other one. Um, I was pretty surprised when he said, you know, he said like he hadn't been to Colorado yeah. yet and he was excited to see it. Um, but it's, first of all, you you see the pictures. Right. It's beautiful, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and you know Coach Prime and, you know, relationships are go will go a long way. They used to say this, and I think I even said this a couple months ago, like commit to a school, not a coach. Right. That's kind of dead now because of the transfer portal. Yep. So if you love the coach and you – especially, like, if you love Coach Prime and you love whoever your position coach is going to be, then, yeah, you, like, don't really need to see the school. Um, There are going to be, I'm sure, some cases where a player gets here and it's not a a fit for them and they end up transferring. But, like, in the end, relationships are what's going to make your time in school – succeed or fail Mm -hmm. um and i also just think that there's like an urgency for these guys to get spots yep you know and and that's a good job by the coaching staff to make them feel that urgency um but it is it is surprising that you you just have all these guys are like yeah i'll go yeah let's let's see
0: i was slightly distracted right there they were showing the anniversary of the fumble and the drive uh good times good times uh next question from monty can they take scholarships away i don't think you can do that
1: not without it getting messy. Yep. Or you know, having a reason, right?
0: Right. Yeah, like <clears throat> dismissing someone for the team for like violating rules or something.
1: Right. It's a. That's why I said there's a level four of, the exodus could be could be a little ugly.
0: Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Um, also, it's kind of weird that guys are like entering the portal now when classes are starting for this next semester. CU's classes just started today, I believe. Yeah. Um,
1: Someone like J.T. Shroud, though, I assume doesn't need to... He's been in
0: school for a long time. That's what I mean. It's
1: like, he's probably doing that on purpose, so he doesn't have to go to
0: class. Exactly. Um, Which I don't
1: blame him. He's going to get his degrees. He And I I put an S on that for a reason.
0: Yep. Um, I'm sorry, I can't pronounce that, but is Shador ranked in the Pac-12?
1: I don't know what that means. I
0: don't know what that means either. Um, You guys,
1: one of the shows I was out on, though, you did rank him... Amongst the Pac-12 quarterbacks, what did you guys come on?
0: So Andre and I did a Pac-12 quarterback draft. Caleb went first, and then uh, Dre took Cam Rising and Michael Penix. So I took Shador. So fourth, fourth, yep, Um, in that draft. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, And I really think that he could get as high as two next year. Yeah, Um, I would love to say he he you know can be the best (laughs) quarterback in the Pac-12 next year. I just feel like I would be being a homer, which I absolutely am. Um, <laughs> but it would be too easy to be like, "Come on, man! Yep. You're talking about the reigning Heisman winner who's coming back for another year." Yeah. To p- to put Shador in front of him now, um, probably wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be very accurate. So I think he, legitimately there there is a world where he is the second best quarterback in the Pac-12 next year.
0: If he if it's. Even a possibility of Shador like knocking on that door, of being in the conversation with Caleb Williams.
1: Right, right.
0: Things have gone tremendously well. That's
1: that five and one, six and zero start yes. that we were talking about.
0: Yep. Uh, is that all we got, Kale? Okay.
1: By the way, was oh no, it was on uh, McAfee I think, where they said like Shador's already in the Heisman race and and Coach Brown goes, "Yep,
0: yep, yep." <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Ivy League Mac. Have any Alabama recruiters come via the transfer portal or recruits? I think that means. I don't think so. I think there's a gentleman's understanding uh, between Coach Prime and Saban. Yeah, we've talked about that quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I've been on that theory since like day one of transfermania. Yeah. Um, I really think that there's something to that. And I also think it could go even deeper than that. Whereas it's not just like, don't take any of my players who are going in the portal. Mm-hmm. It's like Coach Prime can call Nick Saban and be like, hey, why didn't it work out for so-and-so? Right. Um, for example, CU did get an Alabama transfer a couple of years ago. Last um, year. Who's that? Oh, Tommy, Tommy Brown. Brown. Two years, or two during the Mel Tucker era. Mm-hmm. So I guess that would be three years ago at this point. They got a transfer from a former like top 50 player, uh, five-star, Antonio Alfano. And... A lot of people from the Alabama side of things said, "Yeah, I'd be shocked if he ever sets foot on the field for Colorado." They were right; he never set foot on the field for Colorado. <laughs> um, kind of, there, there were some like tough things going on in his life for sure. Yeah. Um, and then I know one of the coaches said that he was the most immature player he's ever seen. Reason I bring that up is because I think that if Coach Prime called and said, "Hey, what do you think of so and so, Antonio Alfano?" Coach Saban would probably tell him. Yeah, you probably don't want him. Yeah. And that's, I think, another reason why you're not seeing that.
0: For sure. Uh, I like where your head's at here, KB. Can you guys see them moving Trevor Woods to off-ball linebacker? Um, not off-ball strictly, but like <laughs> like I talked about, that kind that of star. dime or that nickel. Yeah, this the star, uh, big safety or big nickel, um, whatever you want to call it, that linebacker slash safety that. player. Um, he's only 6'1", 200 pounds, he's, so he's too small to play linebacker, I think. you need at least 20, 30 pounds.
1: Yeah, and he's, I don't think that would be the best use of his talents. No. Um, getting him up near the line of scrimmage, though, and letting him just be like a playmaker, which is really what that star role is designed right. to do. It's like you kind of funnel tackles for him. Yep. And, um, allow him to diagnose screens and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. He could be special at that. Um, And and they have a lot of safeties now. A ton of safeties So (laughs) that would be, I think, a smart move for them to use him. I hope that they find a way to use him because I think he is a dog.
0: I think he's in that group of, like, four or five players that we're going to see quite a bit of next year. Love it. Um, From DMJ Music Group. So what is truly left for the buffs to be successful player-wise? Um... Depth, which is kind of where we're at right now.
1: I would love to see a star inside off-ball linebacker. Yep. If they were able to get that, you know, like if if I could just go back in time and add Nate Landman to this group, Mm. like I would be like, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with on defense. It's the one piece that I just don't know if they have it yet uh, of just like a true quarterback of the defense right there in the middle who just makes plays for you. I know, uh, Va- was it Vontae Bentley? Levante. Levante Bentley um, is a talented player who's going to play off ball for them. I would just like, like, there was a Georgia kid I think who entered the portal. Um, yep. If they were able to get just like a star at that position, I would be, I would be ecstatic.
0: Did you hear us talking about Monty Montgomery yesterday? No. So four star player from Louisville <clears throat> enters the portal. I'm assuming as a grad transfer because he was classified as a senior last year. But last year at Louisville, 70 total tackles, 11 tackles for a loss, six sacks, two interceptions, two passes defense, and four forced fumbles. How you about could, that? On you can look
1: at that stat line and legitimately not know what position he plays. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like is he edge? Is he a safety? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, wow. Yeah, that would be nice. 5'11,
0: 225.
1: Yep. Got to be fast.
0: Yep. It, it se- he seems like to be in that mold of that kind of, lack of a better term, new age like Georgia linebackers. You're Nicobe Deans, you're yes. Roquan Smiths, kind of undersized, but just sideline to sideline. I've watched Monty film,
1: Montgomery is quite the name. It is.
0: <laughs> um,
1: um, I love it. I, uh, yeah, that's the one piece where I'm just like, it feels like they're missing a star there. Now, That doesn't mean that one of the freshmen couldn't come in and and contribute for them right away. Who's our guy?
0: Barracks and Pearson.
1: Pearson, yeah. When watching his film, I was like, he might be able to. And then, yeah, Barracks, the the Londoner. Um, That doesn't mean those guys can't come in and contribute right away. I would just feel so much better if you had just a a superstar at that position.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, I've seen comments today about the spring game. We still don't know, guys. Um, (laughs) Yeah. i really want to know too trust me
1: <laughs> i wonder it doesn't seem very coach prime like to delay an announcement like that so i wonder if they just legitimately don't know yet
0: yeah maybe there's just logistic things that need to be figured out still
1: <coughs> uh nicholas mentioned a big wide out yeah
0: yeah they've been going after that Broden still on the market no i think he committed um, um as you I mentioned right. uh i think before the show but uh Dante Cephas yesterday or two days ago to um, Penn State. Penn State, yeah. And then um, Tesla to Arkansas. Yeah. Which is where Tyron Broden also went.
1: What the hell? I know. <laughs> Let us have one of them. Um, David said, "Do you guys have a list of the players who were in the video that's holdovers?" <laughs> I'll tell you this: too many.
0: Look, man, I rewatched <laughs> it three times for that reason. I was trying to find guys and to see who I could pick out. Um. Too many. Too many. I will say, uh, from my little sleuthing just watching that video multiple times, I didn't see Travis Hunter on the offensive side. I think he's sitting on the defensive side of the room.
1: Uh, that makes sense. At least for now. Yep. That makes sense. Also, a lot of people talking about Cormani potentially playing both ways. Is that something that we know he's interested in doing?
0: Uh, I don't know about interested, but if you go watch his uh, junior tape, it is, one, it's just incredible. Two, he is making plays on offense and, like, as punt returner. Wow. And when he gets the ball in his hands, like, after an interception, that speed is real. I mean, why not Why not have him do
1: that as well? Um, we are 25 likes away from 400, which I, sh- I think would be a record.
0: It would be, but we're over an hour already. Oh,
1: So we're out of time, but we need 25 more likes. We got Adam. Adam's <laughs> let's go. Pulling Adam. out his phone to hit us <laughs> with a like to get to 400. Um, this is insane. We, well, two weeks ago, we were pushing for 200. Yeah, we were trying to get 200. we were just cruising to 400. Uh, yeah, uh, I guess 375 without a push.
0: Excuse you, sir. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> let's go. And just like oh, that, he let's gets us go. over. It's done. <laughs> let's go. God, oh God, I love these people. <laughs> He's learning. I ain't hard to find, four seven, hard to find he four says. 17. 417. 417. 424.
1: God, you guys are
0: amazing. You guys are amazing. Salute to you. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Anything else?
1: It's great to be back. Love you guys. Yes, Talk sir. to you tomorrow. Sko Buffs? Sko Buffs.